Hey, Stats Pack, welcome back to the podcast. We're talking about a couple big contracts in the NBA, uh, touching on some news out of San Francisco and uh, Jacksonville, Tim Tebow, of course, and uh, maybe touch on some indie racing uh, regarding some F1 drivers, a little bit of drama for those who are interested, and I'll save it for the end. That way, if you're not a fan of open wheel racing, which I think you should be, you can, uh, you can turn it off if you want. But I'm going to start off with this one. And I don't know, like, I know how I feel about it, but I'm going to read this article from Michael Saints. And he writes for uh, Fan Sided. Okay. If you didn't know, um, okay, oh, let me start. Marcus Smart, uh, big contract, $77 million investment over four years. Uh, this guy said it's something Boston had to make. In addition to the extension, Boston had also made clear that Smart will enter the season at the starting point guard, even after the team signed Dennis Schroeder. What? Smart being a starter is not exactly something new, and being in the primary point guard, though, is, is uh, to a certain extent. Over the last year, Smart has grown into more of a full-time star. However, most of the time he was flanked by Kemba Walker, the team's previous point guard. With Kemba gone, Smart will not take over the role for the Celtics and... If this report is accurate, that means the Celtics will have plenty of options to fill out the rest of the starting five. Um, man, maybe maybe like management sees in the, and the players see something that that I don't see in like in uh, Marcus because I see somebody who takes who's a damn hothead takes terrible shots. Uh, his basketball IQ is not super high, but his motor is, and his uh, you know his his will to like just play damn hard he has he has that but max contract dude 77 million dollars for marcus smart I, mean, uh, I don't know about that uh maybe they sign him and trade him but i doubt it i think they're gonna stick with him man we'll see where he goes now this one is a contract that i could get behind here 76ers and joel beat a four-year 196 million dollar a super max extension super max extension excuse me uh, Philly, the All-Star Center signed a multi-year contract, um, four-year, $196 million extension. Obviously, Joel, he, he well deserves that. He's 27 now. He was MV, uh, NBA MVP runner-up this season to Denver's Nikola Jokic. And he led Sixers to the best regular season record in the Eastern Conference. The Sixers lost in the second round to the Hawks. Um, this is from uh, the Sixers' tweet. Joel's the definition of elite. A role model in our community, a true MVP caliber superstar. True. So team owner Josh Harris. Since he was drafted in 2014, he is a rare blend of skills, charisma, and leadership to transform this franchise. We couldn't be more grateful and excited to continue watching him in a 76ers uniform. Embiid averaged 28.5 points and uh, 10.6 rebounds last season and became eligible for the NBA's Supermax extension. Embiid, the number three overall pick out of Kansas, is the twenty-four uh, out of the twenty fourteen draft. Wow! Congrats to him. All right, this one, it's freaking Josh Rosen. He had a decent game, but uh, Niners cut him. Right. So with the start of the twenty twenty one NFL regular season less than a month away, Arizona Cardinals twenty eighteen first round pick Josh Rosen has been weighed by the San Francisco Forty Niners. Uh, the twenty four year old was number ten overall pick in the two thousand eighteen draft. Um, the Cardinals moved on from Rosen after selecting Kyle Murray, number one. Rosen was traded to the Dolphins, faltered, flamed out over there. Then Niners picked him up off of waivers. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, Tampa Bay practice squad. Then Rosen signed with the Niners at the end of 2020. In February, Rosen signed a one-year extension with the team. He was in San Francisco um, quarterback room. That features Jimmy G, Trey Lance, uh, the number three overall pick. 
So basically the story about him is they he had a, a, a probably a good chance to make the team, but he's a bit of an idiot. Uh, I think he was complaining to the media about not getting enough reps in practice, and uh, I think that was a straw that broke the camel's back for Josh Rosen. They're like, you know what? We don't need you here, dude. You're a third-string quarterback, talking too much crap, time to get out of town. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't the only time that he was like, just being a, a menace in the locker room. I'm sure that wasn't just one thing like, hey, can I get more reps? And I was like, yeah, they're not listening to me. Maybe I'll just do it over media. Let's see what they say. Because he had a, a decent playoff, or not playoff game, a decent preseason game. So he thought he could pull his weight around. Uh, dude's ego needs to be put in check again. Uh, Tim Tebow, classy response after getting cut after a brutal preseason performance. I mean, he looked good, but... Uh, Oof. Um, he said, thankful for the highs and even the lows, opportunities and setbacks. I never wanted to make decisions out of fear or failure. I'm grateful for the chance of pursuit a dream. Uh, he got cut. You could, If you want, you can check out the YouTube highlights. Just put Team Tebow Jaguar highlights. Uh, uh, not great. And then he did like a, he tried to do a block. He tried to go low on a D-tackle. And he basically bounced off him. And the D-tackle didn't even know like he actually existed whatsoever. And then um, he went to get a pass. And he was slow to get to it and one of his teammates just jumped right from the wall and grabbed it out of his out out of his route there um he is an athlete but uh just you know not a tight end the starting tight end and or even a backup tight end in the nfl pretty cool he got a chance a lot of you know he even when he signed with the jacksonville jaguars he was the number one he immediately became the number one selling jersey in the nfl uh, that's his popularity. His staying power popularity is still going. Um, okay, I'm going to touch on this one. Andy Carbos suggests Red Bull forced Albon to beat Verstappen's bridesmaids. Uh, obviously, so Red Bull favored Verstappen and forced Alex Albon to be his bridesmaid. Andy Car team owner Dale Connie said, maybe uh, Dale's trying to get Albon to go uh, race in the uh, Indy circuit. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'd love to see Al uh, Alex over there. Albon and Verstappen were teammates for a season and a half, and over this time, the Dutch ace comprehensively outperformed the tie driver. That That's true. Some people in F1 pack have criticized Red Bull for seemingly focusing on Verstappen at the expense of their second driver. Commentary on the prospect. Well, I mean, he's the champ, man. He's going to be a champ, like, period, unless something happens. So, yeah, you're going you're gonna to coddle him. Commenting on the prospect of Albon competing in IndyCar, Kanye revealed that Romain Grosjean, who currently races with Dale Kanye Racing, is a great salesperson for the series and has been encouraging with a former rebel driver to give it a go. There you go. Alex was talking to lots of people, Kanye told Morsport.com. He's been on our radar for a while. We've been speaking with him for over a year, and now he's interested for sure. Well, I can guarantee you that he can make a – I mean, out of outside of F1 in Indy, he has a potential to make a lot of money. And Romain Grosjean, obviously, he's having a lot of success in uh indy car racing uh, he's been on a radar for a while and we've speaking for him over a year and he's interested for sure romaine is a great salesman for us uh showing that what we could do as a team but also the best salesman for indycar him and alex together be uh, together for a quite a while they talked about how nice it is in the series how competitive you can be in these cars what it's like to drive natural instinctive and you go straight away like we saw from christian ludgard lundgard uh, continuing, such as Albon played second fiddle to Ver, uh, Verstappen Red Bull. Romain was telling him it would be fun uh, in IndyCar. A lot of pressure, better relationships between team team owners and between drivers. I think Alex appreciates that the teams here aren't set up to have one guy as number one and the other one as bridesmaid. Something Alex has been through. So I love it. I love it. 
Alex would uh, be on a race with Romain Grishon on uh, with uh, Kanye. That'd be that'd be awesome. Probably pronounce the last name wrong, but um, <laughs> there you go. Okay, everybody, thanks for listening to the Stats Beast podcast. Take care. I hope everybody's doing well. Thanks for listening. I appreciate everybody. Bye.